0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to yet another episode of The podcast. With me today, I have Jitain Puri, who is the CEO and founder of Policy Advisor, a highly innovative digital life insurance brokerage that's based in Toronto, Canada. Policy Advisor's mission is to make insurance more accessible for Canadians using the latest technology, intuitive design, and real-world human expertise. Prior to finding Policy Advisor, Jitain worked as an Executive Director with Morgan Stanley in New York, where he advised global insurance companies and banks on transformative mergers and acquisition opportunities, with a special focus on financial technology space. He previously worked with HSBC across the Asian markets, managing corporate lending and high net worth investing portfolios. Jitain also holds an MBA in Finance and Accounting from the Wharton School, University of Pennsylvania. Thank you, Jitain, for joining us today.
1: Thanks, Shridi. It's my pleasure. Thanks for having me over. Awesome.
0: I've always had questions around, you know, how digitalization works in fintech space, given that, you know, it contains a lot of century-old institution rules and policies uh, that are often outdated sometimes, but they're done so to just preserve some regulatory, you know, information. So um, what made you start, uh, you know, what made you find policy advice?
1: Trini, thanks for that question. I know that's a very accurate representation of this industry, you know, despite the progress that, you know, technology or the advent of technology in several other sectors, you know, Fintech, financial services, in particular insurance, I actually think is the last vestige of financial services that hasn't seen that, uh, you know, innovation enter the industry. So, you know, from my background, I was a banker like you, uh, you know, uh, introduced me. I was a banker with Morgan Stanley in New York, where I was helping uh, insurance companies and banks look at opportunities in the technology space, how technology was starting to make inroads into their businesses and in some cases, disrupt their businesses. So during that phase, I recognized that the insurance companies and their existing partners and distributors did not have the wherewithal to fully comprehend the change that was starting to come and the industries were starting to get disrupted. Uh, It was clear that in the battle of insurance companies trying to become tech companies or tech companies trying to become insurance companies who was uh, better positioned, and so I felt there was an opportunity for me to leverage some of the knowledge and the skills that I had and the connectivity that I had in the space to build something of my own. We would frequently, as, as investment bankers, we would frequently be asked to advise, you know, institutions, uh, you know, larger global financial institutions and insurance companies on making mergers and acquisitions. And I recognized that every time we were doing an acquisition in the traditional broker space, for instance, uh, you know, the, the, the growth opportunities still seemed very muted is whenever we were looking at, uh, when, whenever we were asked right. to advise them on opportunities to acquire digital businesses, the growth opportunities, even from a, from a much lower base, seemed significantly stronger. So I felt there was a need for me to, uh, you know, utilize some of the skills that I have and, uh, you know, uh, put my money where my mouth first and turn an entrepreneur myself. So, so you know, wow. that, that got me started uh, into building our policy advisor.
0: Wow, very inspiring story, Jitim. So, uh, um, again, um, how is Policy Advisor different from uh, the competitors in the same space? Uh, You know, uh, something more around the technology side of things. And what are you leveraging today to build Policy Advisor?
1: Sure. You know, so in terms of competition, unfortunately, and, and this might surprise you, especially given in India, you've seen some of this technology integration in the insurance distribution already. Uh, In Canada, uh, insurance continues to be largely sold Uh, face-to-face, so in-person meeting. It's it's a fairly large industry. It's about a $100 billion premium industry. So it's about $100 billion in premium that transfers through consumers to the insurance company. So it's a bigger, despite being a much smaller country in terms of population, it's a much bigger insurance market than even India. Uh, Yet, almost entirely, insurance gets sold through human advisors. Uh, Insurance companies, Several several decades ago, had outsourced, uh, you know, the outreach to the consumers to these third-party human advisors that have always necessitated uh, face-to-face meetings. So for us, right. when we started building out a digital platform, uh, you know, a fairly innovative uh, one-stop financial protection shop where the consumer would never have to meet us in person, where the entire process from right. origination through engagement and fulfillment of the product could all happen right. online, there right. wasn't much that we were competing against. There were some. Right there are in canada some uh, price discovery platforms that let mm-hmm. you compare you know insurance rates just as they let you compare credit card rates and mortgage rates but they stop right. there they use consumer information to sell that data to uh, you know advisors that need that have brick and mortar presence and then you get harassed you know arguably by those advisors right. into trying and having conversations with them we wanted to stay away from and, you, and you go, take internet further right take the take the mm-hmm. opportunity of technology further so right. we aren't a you know a lead generator. We do end-to-end fulfillment. Uh, wow. We are using some of the latest technology tools to be able to uh, provide consumers a lot of transparency across mm-hmm. the industry. We work with 19 of the largest uh, insurance companies in Canada to help bring their products, help bring choice to the consumer, helping trans- transparency to the consumer, and last but not the least, the convenience of being able to purchase from the comfort of your
0: home. Wow, that's brilliant. Uh, very apt definition. But this also brings, I mean... Uh, I was very curious to know how, uh, you know, given that it's a legacy industry and people uh, are preferring face-to-face for a reason. So, how are you able to initially break this momentum of, you know, um, you know, getting more trust from the customers to do an online business, you know, an end-to-end online uh, consumption?
1: Right. You know, the the industry has long made us believe. Uh, mm-hmm. Researchers that cover the industry have long made people believe that the consumer wants face-to-face interaction. But that's <laughs> really so. not true, right? That's really right. not true. You've seen how that has changed across different other sectors. Uh, you know, one of the examples that I gave frequently is that if Uber was an app that only allowed right. us to compare prices and we still had to go to the curbside to stop a cab, we would have all right. continued to believe that there's so much fun in flailing our arms on the side of the road and picking which cab we want to uh, take. And right. you know, it's only when Uber made that entire process fully easy at, you know, at, at a keystroke or, you know, a stroke on the phone, that's when we realized that, uh, you know, this is what we always wanted. We wanted to be able to hail cabs uh, entirely from the comfort of where we were at any point of time. That's what we are seeking to build and have built out uh, through Policy Advisor as well. Across all the, you know, uh, services that we, all of us as consumers today seek, the first mm-hmm. point of friction leads us to switch to Google leads us to switch to the internet and try and see how can right. we be able to uh, you know, fulfill ourselves or fulfill our needs instantly. We're all willing to pay today an online premium to be able to get that instant right. fulfillment, whether that's through surge pricing when we hear uh-huh. cabs or whether right. through, uh, you through know, higher prices that we pay for food being delivered to us. Similarly right. in, in, in insurance, consumers have always been wanting, they just weren't uh, you know, applications available that allowed Mm -hmm, them a platform that were available to allow them to get digital fulfillment and that's what Mm -hmm. we've been able to build now in terms of building out the trust what we have done is uh, you know we provide them a wide variety of knowledge so Mm -hmm. our ecosystem is not just about come to the site and purchase products we actually we ask consumers to come and engage with us we've created Mm -hmm. calculators we've created tools we've created wallets and you know we've created a significant amount of highly uh, you know useful content for the consumer so that they can learn, even if they don't purchase, you know, the products off our site instantly, they at least Mm -hmm. walk away from the site saying, I actually learned something from that site. Um, They they provided certain perspectives on insurance that no one else had provided. They provided Mm -hmm. me tools that helped me understand that insurance need. They provided me a level of transparency by helping me compare not just prices, but product features, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, across and attributes across, you know, some of the largest companies in Canada. And that's what mm-hmm. starts to make them comfortable, that it wasn't a, a, a necessarily a, a sales experience that I went through, but it was, you know, more of a you know, knowledge enhancement experience that I went through. And, uh, you know, they come and they read about reviews that consumers post about us, uh, you know, right. on, on the net. And mm-hmm. uh, all of that just helps build uh, trust and helps them feel more encouraged to transact with us.
0: Right. Great point, uh, Jatin. Obviously, right, uh, a customer would definitely feel more valued when, uh, you know, they didn't go through a sales call, but somebody who actually genuinely tried to solve for their problem. Uh, I completely, uh, you know, agree to the point that we just made. So talking about all this, you know, not having face-to-face and complete online transaction, uh, etc. Given that we are in the middle of a pandemic, dealing with a pandemic. So um, how do you think, uh, you know, the coronavirus has impacted the, you know, insurance, uh, finance, or fintech space in general. Um, Could you talk about some past and present trends that you see in the industry these days?
1: Absolutely. You know, so we launched in the market about a year ago. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we, of course, had to go spread the word with our partners. Our partners came on board. So in the pre-COVID time, uh, there was a lot of change that we were clamoring from the industry Mm -hmm. to help bring about. Uh, You know, there were still some partners of ours that would issue policies in paper. So the entire experience that I've provided to my consumer is fully online, is fully digital, but the last mile, uh, which was, you know, helping them get hold of the policy in their hands still Mm -hmm. needed from some of our partners, a paper document to be issued. Now, overnight, those things have changed overnight uh, insurance companies have started to understand post COVID literally in the last six weeks, the amount of transformation Mm -hmm. that has happened in the last six weeks or last two months now, uh, has been more than potentially happened the last five to 10 years in the insurance industry. Several of our partners have now gone towards, uh, you know, digital document delivery. Uh, you know, the amount of insurance, life insurance that you're able to purchase without requiring a medical test has significantly gone up. It's right. gone up a few multiple times. Wow. So now Canadian consumers are able to purchase right. up to a million dollars of life insurance without going through a blood test. So a lot of those changes have been brought mm-hmm. about, uh, you know, COVID. The, uh, the industry is realizing that uh, their, you know, uh, existing brick and mortar distributors do not have the, you know, digital scope or digital scale to be able to engage with the consumer, and therefore it's distributors like us that, uh, you know, provide them uh, the best understanding of what where the consumer is headed. So, uh, you know, the, the, there is massive investment that our partners are starting to make on the technology side. They are starting to mobilize mm-hmm. resources. They are starting to, uh, you know, uh, look at digital as the primary mode that they will all need to engage mm-hmm. in. You know, we all, we all, right. as consumers, we've, you know, social distancing, is, is you know, safe distancing is, is, is prudent, but there mm-hmm. are these changes, you know, we all hope that, uh, you know, COVID-19 will go away in time. Science will find us a way out of this, but there are certain things right. that will never go away, right? Uh, Definitely. Once the consumer has been attuned to be able to uh, fulfill their needs for insurance, online, Mm -hmm. they will never want to go back to have to wait the three weeks that it would normally take for them to identify which advisor they could meet in person. You know, when I can, on our site, for instance, we see consumers frequently being able to, you know, land on the site and then complete the Mm -hmm. transaction and get approved within a matter of a few minutes uh, versus, uh, you know, in the human interaction, which could take anything from a few weeks to a few months. And that change has been mm-hmm. needed, and that change now the industry is help, helping
0: to facilitate. Wow, amazing insights. Uh, the next question is also around COVID 19, but uh, you know, digital, uh, digital industry has completely revolutionized. uh, And I think, you know, it is a boom that all of us have an active internet connection, and we're able to do everything digitally, um, starting from the business that I do at back at work, or, you know, the entire idea that policy advisor is based on. So um, how do you see these trends disrupting the future, given that everything is going to go digital, and that's going to be inevitable? How will, COVID-19 accelerate, uh, you know, the digital intensity in the fintech space in the future, in the coming days?
1: You know, I think, uh, you know, the time for traditional uh, modes of contacting with the consumer is pretty much over. Uh, You know, this this crisis, unfortunately, has brought to light how important it is for providers to be investing in their, uh, you know, uh, technology infrastructure, to be able to provide ease of access to the consumer, so across the board, right. we've already seen some such changes in wealth management, for instance, in different parts of the world, you know, in India, in Canada, in, in North America, uh, you know, we've mm-hmm. seen some of these changes in, you know, the, the borrowing and the lending side as well of financial services. Mm-hmm. Uh, insurance, like I mentioned earlier, hadn't quite seen that change, but right. providing that ease of access from uh, a, a safe, remote distance to the consumer, uh, that need has never been understood as well as it is being understood today. Uh, and so that change you know, to be able to connect with the consumer digitally and to provide him a uh, simpler, easier, faster fulfillment, uh, you know, is, is being recognized across the industry. And that, that is a huge step forward for us. Uh, right. Also life insurance has frequently been associated with, uh, you know, a, a painful in-person medical exam. Now data had shown to the, to the, to the industry as a whole, that, we did not that there was enough access that we had in the consumer's data that we did not need medical tests for smaller amounts of insurance purchase just that in-person medical test requirement was keeping a lot of consumers from purchasing insurance products 40 percent of canada for instance does not have life insurance and one of the biggest reasons for that is that it seems like a complex intricate in-person process Um, now that some of those barriers are going to be removed that should all help grow the market and uh, you know the entire opportunity set for the industry and, uh, and 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 that's going to be a key change going forward
0: wow that's that's wonderful so you uh, tell us more about uh, the team uh, that policy advisor has so uh, when i was interacting um, with uh, with your team members they told that you know we are a team of seven and our cto is based out of pune uh, that's something really exciting because uh, you know everything is remote right now because of covid and teams are still working uh, at a great speed and they are able to deliver everything so uh, how how does policy advisor work could you give us more insights about it because it's super exciting to know that the CEO and CTO are you know c- continents apart but they're still able to deliver a wonderful product
1: sure no thank you for, for saying that you know so i wish i could say we were prepared for what unfortunately we've all come to see uh, but you know from the from the outset when we were building out the product we wanted to utilize uh, core competencies that exist either amongst the team members and where we were located or in the geographies that we were based in. So mm-hmm. for our perspective uh, you know outsourcing the technology solution to a team in India with our CTO base there just gave us a significant capacity at an efficiency uh, you know that we may not have been able to meet in, within Canada and so our technology uh, you know uh, the resourcing has been entirely based out of uh, India uh, the product management, uh, you know, the the advisor support, the you know content development, uh, the distribution, all of that, of course, needs to happen in the market. Uh, you right. know, regulatory requirements are required as such. So all mm-hmm. of that is housed in Canada, whereas uh, the tech development entirely happens in India. You know, it's very seamless. It allows us to, you know, move a lot faster. We effectively get uh, you know, the advantage of working 24-7 because, you know, when mm-hmm. Canada closes,
0: Definitely. any requirements
1: right. that product managers have. Towards uh, technology enhancements, those get passed on to the tech team in, in Asia, and the tech mm-hmm. team in Asia turns things around, uh, you know, in, in in a manner of saying, uh, overnight as well for us. So, you know, f- for us that has given us a, a, tr- a tremendous amount of advantage, not just in terms of cost efficiencies, but also in terms of you know staying nimble and being able to make rapid changes uh, in the distribution and the development of the platform.
0: Wow, that's wonderful to know. Uh- this is definitely going, uh, I mean, policy advice is definitely going to be, uh, you know, an, an example for so many businesses that are trying to, you know, figure something out, but they're not able to do so because of all the, you know, geography or any barrier that they would have. So this story, I'm sure, is going to inspire so many of our listeners to start it no matter what amount of barrier that you'd have. Uh, it's a great story, think. Thank you for that. So uh, this brings Thank us towards know. the last section um, of this podcast. So this is something uh, that's my favorite thing to do, but I haven't been doing, um, you know, in couple of past podcasts uh, due to time constraints, but I thought I'd just do it uh, with you. uh, you know given that it's so much fun and all of our listeners would love it right so there's going to be a quick rapid fire question i just have five questions here uh, but then sure, uh, you know on. i'd expect <laughs> sure but i'd expect a very instantaneous answer right um, so the first three questions or four questions Can I is just a friend like, every now and then <laughs> uh-huh, no uh, it's just like yeah this or that and that's it you don't even have to explain so i think that's going to make it very easy so i'll, I'll be no, ready sir.
1: Yes, we awesome. are absolutely
0: right. So, uh, India versus Canada, which one would you pick?
1: Uh, Canada's home now. India's their uh-huh. heart is.
0: Right. Um, Hollywood versus Bollywood.
1: Bollywood any day.
0: Wow. Okay. Uh, books versus podcasts.
1: Podcasts. We are on one right now.
0: Exactly. I was hoping for the same answer. So, flight versus cars.
1: Uh, can't get on flights. So <laughs>
0: Today. right right now right great thank you so just the last question um what are the top 3 favorite apps that you use off late and uh why do you like them
1: uh, you know i spend a lot of my time and maybe i need to cut back a little bit of that twitter mm-hmm. is my favorite favorite app i don't think i can awesome. live without it it right. is uh, you know the fastest source of information uh, at mm-hmm. any point of time you know just just it allows me to Receive curated information on what's happening on the world in the world, and so right. that's something that you know I, I end up spending uh, a lot of time just to get uh, the latest information that I need. I do spend a bit of time on TechCrunch as well, just to mm-hmm. stay updated uh, with what's going on uh, in in the tech domain and how uh, you know technology continues uh, to make uh, inroads. And uh, lastly, I would say you know it's. Uh, uh, the third one's hard to pick. There's, there's so many that, that come to mind, uh, you know, and I'm out about, of course, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's uh, the Google, any of the Google apps, right? It's, it's, I spend a lot of time on, you know, clearly on, on, on our devices and therefore just, just having access to Google as an app to be able to search through, uh, through any information that I need uh, that becomes uh, an app of choice as well.
0: Awesome. Great. Um, thank you so much, Jitain, for joining us today. Uh, it was really a very insightful session, and I personally learned so much about fintech industry. So I had always used to have a version around industry, uh, you know, the insurance policies and stuff, because I always thought it to be a very tedious, complicated process, but I think your explanation made it super simplified for me, and I hope it's the same for all of our listeners as well. So thank you so much for taking time out uh, to join us on the podcast. It was really fun
1: and such an honor to host you on the show. Thanks, Randeep. Absolutely a pleasure. And it's fantastic the service that you are doing, uh, you know, for your listeners as also for entrepreneurs uh, such, as a, such as myself to be able to help spread the word. And, you know, it, it helps grow the community. We all learn from, uh, from initiatives like yours. And uh, so thank you for having me over. And thank you for giving me an opportunity and, and policy advisor an opportunity to talk about
0: us. Thank you, Jitain, and uh, we wish you all the very best to take policy advices to much more greater heights, and we all would be cheering from the sidelines. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you. Stay well, stay